It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Oklahoma City Thunder fall to the Boston Celtics. However, Trey Mann sets NBA records and Thunder records in this game against Boston. SGA drops 30 points again. Poku bounces back. And Darius Baisley continues to turn the corner. What does this all mean for the Oklahoma City Thunder? All of that and more coming up on today's Lockdown Thunder podcast. The Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LO Thunder Pod and email the show, LO Thunder Pod at gmail.com. On today's show, we're going to dive into Trey Mann's historic performance, SGA dropping 31 points, Darius Baisley breaking out, and Poku bouncing back as the Thunder fall to the Celtics in this one in the Paycom Center. On the second night of a back-to-back, 132-123. to We also have an injury update on SGA and what the future could look like this season with SGA's ankle injury, as well as so much more to dive into. Let's start, though, with the biggest story, which is Trey Mann. Trey Mann had a historic night. Get ready for this. Trey Mann set a Thunder rookie record by scoring 35 points. Trey Mann became the first rookie in NBA history, a league that celebrates its 75th anniversary this year, in NBA history to make seven consecutive three-point field goals in the first half. Trey Mann set a Thunder rookie record with 23 points in the third quarter. After the game, his head coach said, Trey Mann has the difficult stuff down. Being able to wiggle and move against an elite Boston defense Shows you all you need to know. The hard part of playing in the NBA has been accomplished by Trey Mann. 
which is a scary thought for somebody who's a rookie and who you got in the teens. And I think it's true. And what Mark pointed out was he has all the flashy step backs and crossovers and space creation and everything you need to be an elite scorer in this league. He needs to clean up stuff that's easy, like catch and shoot threes. Now you watch Trey Mann throughout his entire rookie season. You go watch his rookie season highlight tape. You go watch this game where he goes seven for 12 from three point land. And you tell me that guy can't shoot on the catch and shoot. Obviously the attention goes to SGA when we talk about building this roster out and making the thunder competitive again and getting back over that hump, the attention goes to what SGA can be and how SGA can be better with better parts around him. But that extends to every person on the roster, including Trey Mann. Trey Mann was dominant tonight, 35 points, seven rebounds, four assists, seven for 12 from three, 58%. 12 for 21 from the floor, 61%. He took some deep threes and hit deep threes. And for an offense that was sputtering out of the gate, they got down 10 nothing and just never really found their groove. Trey Mann was that spark plug to get them trending back in the right direction and to allow them to cover uh, this 13-point spread after getting down by as many as 23 and never having a lead in this game. Actually, got down by as many as 26 and never had a lead in this game but they still covered the double-digit spread because of Trey Mann, because of his ability to snap this offense back in place. And obviously, a lot has to do with SGA as well, who yet again scored over 30 points. But with Trey Mann, there's so much left in his developmental process. There's so much more that he can be. that we're just really unsure of the picture at 21 years old in in his rookie season. He's played 57 NBA games. He's made 23 career starts. And over those 57 career games, he averages 22 minutes per game. This is still incredibly early in his NBA career. What will be a long one because of his scoring ability. So the future of Trey Mann, the role that you see him in, has not been defined yet. I think at worst, he's one of the best six men in the entire NBA. He's an elite scorer on a championship-quality team that comes off the bench and helps you survive without your super superstars and leads your team, helps guide your team. At the worst, he's somebody who the voters get tired of handing the sixth man of the award year the award the sixth man of the year award to. At the very worst. At the best, you have this guy who is in a system and an organization that can get the best out of you defensively, as we've seen over the years, coach after coach. We've seen this organization be able to tap into defense, including with Mark. You become a passable defender for Trey Mann with his elite space creation for himself and others the gravity to allow the offense to flow deep score, you know, deep shooting from three, keeping a defense off balance, the ability to drive to the rim and explode to the rim and dunk on people, which eventually leads to scoring at all three levels. Cause then you just add that mid range because you have defenses reeling. I mean, imagine how much of a mid range killer he can be 
if he wants to, because you have a guy here who can blow by you and go to the rim and dunk on whoever's down there. And a guy who can step back three feet behind the line and shoot a three. What are you going to do? You sell out to stop the three and you pack the paint. Okay. Elbow jumper. Free the line extended jumper. Easy. You sag off to prevent the drive. Okay. Three pointer. Trey Mann has an endless scoring bag potential. He seems like a very dedicated player, a very hard worker, somebody who will continue to try to add new things to his repertoire. Remember, we're just now seeing SGA feel comfortable enough to break out these step back threes. I mean, something he's worked on for two straight off seasons on Instagram and uh, over the summer in private workouts. He's just now breaking those out. He's just now getting into that stuff in the NBA consistently. So this stuff takes time to, to develop a new, let's call it a trick, right? But a new move, a new way to score, develop it, refine it, and then implement it. And so if he's already this good as a scorer, coming straight into the league as a rookie, and at this point in the season, right, we're talking March 22nd. This game happened March 21st. We're talking March 21st. And we're talking 10 games left in the season, 11 games left in the season, 10 games now. And Josh Giddy's out, and, Bay- and, and Favors is out, and Kenny Hustle's out, and, and we can go through the list of people who are out later on, but all these talented players are out. There's no way that Trey Mann's not at the top of that scouting report, behind SGA, maybe behind Baisley, but he's has to be on the first page of that scouting report. He has to be a priority member of that scouting report, however you want to break it down. These teams are game planning for Trey Mann, SGA, Baisley, Poku, guys like that, especially with everybody out and missing right now. And yet he's still able to find moments and thrive like this. And he still has his lows. The game against the Magic was not particularly great for him, obviously. You're going to ride the roller coaster of rookie season. And he's had stretches that are better than others in his rookie season. He started out very slow. Then he dominated. Then he had a little bit of a rookie wall slash lull. And now he pops back onto the scene with this performance. You're going to have to ride the roller coaster. You're going to have to let him get into his NBA career. But... Something that I even have to do is not put a ceiling yet on Trey Mann because we haven't found that ceiling quite yet. I think we found his floor. I would be shocked. I would be puzzled. I'd be perplexed. I'd be nauseous if in three, four years, Trey Mann's not an important member of the NBA. If Trey Mann's not a sixth man or better in the NBA, on a legitimate championship team, I would be floored. If he's not making an impact at the NBA level, if he's an afterthought, I would be floored. So we found his bottom line. But games like this convince me more and more we haven't seen what he can be in totality yet. And so that has to make you excited for the Thunder, especially as you continue to review their tricky class which on lottery night seemed doomed. You don't get that Rockets pick. You don't get a top five pick in in a draft that's been a five-man draft for the entire process. And then draft night comes, you draft Josh Giddey. At the time, was not a microwave success. We can do all the revisionist history we want to. It turns out to be a huge success to draft Josh Giddey. Then you you trade away the Shingoon pick and you draft Trey Mann instead. 
obviously you draft Trey Mann in general, but you draft Trey Mann and trade away Shingun. Then you get Wiggins and Jeremiah Robinson Earl in reverse order. Looking back on that class now, grading it on draft night versus grading it now looks totally different already. And so we just continue to see what this rookie class can end up being down the line. But before we talk about SGA and what he did tonight, I do want to talk about our good friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online is perfect. It's that time of year again as college basketball uh, is finally upon us with their tournament and their postseason March Madness. We love that. Love sitting down watching March Madness 24 7. So make sure you check out Bet Online to bet on those games. Whether it's odds, contests, player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for your sports betting needs and info this season. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sporting scores, podcasts, and news this year. It's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering and information and needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino games. So head over to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Folks, it's so easy. You go to BetOnline.net. You type that into your, into your web browser. I'm doing it right now for you to show you how easy and simple this is and how fast this is. You pick your sport you want. Let's just say we want to bet on some basketball. Let's take some college basketball future bets. Let's talk about the tournament. Odds to win the title right now. Gonzaga is the favorite, plus 225. Kansas is plus 500. Now, I pick Kansas in my bracket. I can double down and pick Kansas plus 500 right now and try to make some money in this respect. So go check them out today, betonline.net, and you can bet on sports with the best of them. Check it out today. Also, I want to tell you about your friends over at Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is incredible, folks. It is a lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto or paleo or vegan or dairy-free or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anythings while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and recovers uh, and helps support mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products and it's everything you need without the 50 million vitamin bottles, right? You can get it. Athletic Greens AG1 has over seven thousand five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes trusted by leading health experts such as tim ferris and michael garvness folks it costs you less than three dollars a day you're investing in your health it's cheaper than your cold brew habit it's cheaper than getting yourself the different supplements you need every day you're investing in an all-in-one nutrition insurance right now it's the time to reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. It makes it easy by going to Athletic Greens. You can get a free one-year supply for immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first, first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NBA network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NBA network. Take ownership over your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. Athletic Greens has you covered. Athleticgreens.com slash NBA network. 
Thank you for making Locked on Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. For your second listen, go check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with breakdowns from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast from, including myself on that show, recapping every Thunder game for you. We know it's difficult and hard and almost, in fact, is impossible to keep up with every single NBA game from the night before. So every morning, you can start your day with Locked On Thunder, giving you all the free Thunder content you can want. And then shift over Locked On Now, which is a recap show of every NBA game from the night before, so you're caught up on what's happening around the association. Let's talk, though, about SGA. He does it again. He drops 31 points. Since the All-Star break, SGA leads the NBA in 30-point games, 10. Top 5 in assists, 110. Top 3 in points, 395. Top 10 in steals, 22. Leads guards in blocks, 22. He is 63% true shooting percentage. He's averaging 31 points on 7-6 and while shooting 54-39-81 shooting splits. In this game, he has 31 points, 9 assists, and a rebound. Look, those stats brought to you by Thunder Muse on Twitter. Uh, Great uh, post about SGA's averages since the All-Star break. Look, in this game, 31 points, 9 assists, a rebound. 4 for 4 from 3. A crossover that made White fall to beat the buzzer in the first quarter, which is awesome. 56% 56% from the floor. This is very hard to do. I know that Marcus Smart was out. I know that Robert Williams was out. I know that the Celtics are on the back end in the last game of the, of the West Coast trip. I know all that. But still, the Celtics are a very good team, a very good defense. And they were packing in the paint. They were trying to cut off SGA at the rim. And SGA still got it done. 4-4 four four from 3, 56% from the floor, scoring 31 points. And what's shocking is he goes one for one at the free throw line. He typically lives at the free throw line. And now you've cut off a source of 10 plus points of his nine plus points of his. Think about it. We do this every single game recap where we talk about what every player did that night. How many times you've heard me say SGA gets eight free throws made nine free throws made 12 free throws made 13 free throws made a lot. He gets one point of that 31 produced at the free throw line. And he still is able to take over this game. He still is able to make a huge impact. He still only has two turnovers despite all of the moving parts around him. Did have five fouls defensively, but he's much more engaged defensively than we've seen before. And he even had a few deflections that didn't lead to steals, don't show up in the box score, but it's just his length at work defensively and also showing again how engaged he is on that defensive end of the floor. It just so happened that the deflections went right back to the Celtics and didn't really generate that that, that stat in the traditional box score that you see. So with SGA in this game, you just continue to throw your hands up and, and say the Thunder have another all-star. I know that technically speaking, he's not made an all-star team. That's a lot of different factors, right? Again, in the bubble year, I should say in the pandemic year where there's no fans and things like that last season, last season doesn't make it because of Mike Conley, right? And as the jazz being so good and Mike Conley, uh, you know, lifetime achievement award for Mike Conley last year, this year, he's hurt before the all-star break, got off to a slow shooting start from three. Doesn't make the all-star game. Also the thunder were very bad record wise. Didn't have an all-star yada, yada, yada next year. Who knows what the future holds, but in general, if you want to tear this off as super, superstars, and then, superstars, and then all-stars all, all, all on down the line. SGA is for sure in that all-star group. He's an all-star tier, right? Could he miss the game again next year? Sure. But in general, 
This is an all-star caliber player and somebody you feel incredibly comfortable with giving that five-year uh, no-opt-out max contract to you as you did last offseason, which kicks in this offseason. SGA continues to just be elite and, and an elite score. I am interested to see what the future holds for SGA, obviously, but tonight was just impressive to see him do it in more than one way. The free throw thing is big. We spent all last season talking about SGA. When you get to the line, it takes you from a 10-point-per-game score to a 15-point-per-game score, 15 to 20, 20 to 25, yada, yada, yada. He gets the line one time after living there this entire season, and he still produces 31 points. He still gets it done somehow, some way. And I know other qualifiers. I know that Boston's defense is elite, but tonight they missed two very key pieces to that defense. And tonight they're on the second night of back-to-back, just like the Thunder are. And tonight they're wrapping up their West Coast trip and going back home. I get all of that. But it was still very impressive to see what SGA could do. Also, huge shout out to the Poku. Bounce back after that historic three for 20 or 21 shooting night against the Magic on Monday, uh, just on Sunday. On Monday, he bounces back 19 points, six rebounds, three steals. I should say three assists, a steal, one turnover, 53% from the floor, 73, goodness gracious, 37% from deep and a plus 10 on the game on 27 minutes off the bench. It was good to see Poku bounce back and not kind of be, you know, closed off after that very, very bad game on Sunday. Or not trying to break off that cold streak on his own. He let the game come to him. He continued to play the way that he should play off the bench in the role he should play. He didn't try to ball hug and try to take over and try to break himself out of it. He let his teammates set him up. He took care of business, and he did break out of that slump that he was in from that magic game. It's a very bad game. I know Poku has supreme confidence and Poku is more confident. I'd argue than nearly any player in the entire NBA, but three for 20, three for 21 against Orlando. That's rough. That's rough to have to play the very next night. Uh, And travel from, of course, Orlando to Oklahoma city in between. And he bounced back in a big way. That's another sign, big or small, however you want to view it of maturity from Pokashevsky. I do want to talk about Darius Baisley. What does it mean that he's turning the corner? What does it matter for the future of the Thunder? Does it matter at all for the Thunder that Baisley's turning the corner? Also, SGA injury update and how the Thunder lost this game all coming up on today's Lockdown Thunder podcast. But first, I want to tell you right now, we're good friends over at Built Bar, or I should say RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You probably couldn't write your email properly, but... You could have been going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts that your car will ever need. And my favorite part about rockauto.com is that I know absolutely nothing about cars. Nothing. I don't have to know anything about cars. All I got to know is my make, my model, my year, and they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way I'm not wasting time, effort, or money on parts I cannot use or parts I do not need. It's that simple. It's that easy. And I feel much safer going to rockauto.com than going into a brick and mortar store because rockout.com has no idea what my experience level is. They have no idea if I'm an expert, a do it yourself or a mechanic myself, or if I'm me and I know nothing, I couldn't even tell you how to change a windshield wiper, but rockout.com will give me the same low prices and same amazing selection as they would a mechanic or an expert in the craft. So check them out today, rockout.com right in there that you heard about rockout.com from locked on and they'll know to do from there. RockAuto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. 
NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I want to tell you right now, thank you for making Locked On Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Subscribe for free across all platforms. For your next listen, go check out Locked On NBA. It's a Locked On Experts breaking down the biggest stories from every NBA game in 30 minutes or less. Check it out, free and available wherever you get your podcast from. Let's continue now talking about this game against the Celtics. Darius basically turns the corner, scores 22 points, 10 rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block, two fouls, 61% from the floor, one for four from three, five for seven from the line. What does this all mean? Got this question a lot. What does it mean that Baisley is turning the corner? Look, you have to remember when evaluating Darius Baisley, this is not his forever role, right? His forever role is not being... a locked-in starter for the Thunder. He's a borderline starter in the NBA, even while turning the corner. You have to think about what happens when you build a good enough team that basically shifts from a locked-in everyday starter for three years or or two years, whatever it's been now, to a seventh man. With his defense, with his athleticism, with his activity offensively, that's a really good seventh man. And going further, this offseason, you get the second half of the year from Baisley plastered everywhere, and you're talking up GMs, and you're, and you're talking and wheeling and dealing about trades, and you say, look at this guy. He's still only 21 years old. He's still a raw guy that you can shape into your own image and into your own scheme. And look at him breaking out and turning the corner of the second half of the year. You know, we, we got him to this point, but you guys, you guys can take him over the hump in your system. Then all of a sudden, you have that, that elusive sweetener. The Thunder have all the draft picks that you could ever want. They have historic draft capital. But as we saw last year, it's incredibly hard, if not impossible, to overwhelm a GM just simply by throwing around a few future, dra- future first-round picks. If it was that easy, they would have gotten Cade Cunningham, folks. If it was that easy, they would have been up in the draft. But it's not. You need a sweetener. And with this roster crunch coming and you bringing in possibly three first-round picks next offseason, Darius Baisley can be your Splenda in your coffee every morning. It can be, we'll throw you three future first-round picks and a second, oh, and Darius Baisley too. That way you have a tangible product to bring back to your franchise, bring back to your fan base. Because... You've all seen it as NBA fans. How many times have the Thunder gotten somebody who look at their averages and on paper, it's just blah. But since the Thunder put their stamp of approval on it and they trade for the guy, oh goodness, look at these highlights over here. Sure, it's a two-minute and 50-second highlight film, but look at it. Look at it. Look what we can do with him. He's just been put in the wrong spot. Our team can change his trajectory. 
So when it's turning the corner, it's not, wow, look at Basley. He's a long-term starter. You have to sharpen him in to one of the five starting spots on your next championship team. When we're talking about turning the corner, it's, wow, Baisley went from, yeesh, I do not know about his future in this league, to, all right, that's a really good seventh, eighth man on, on, to fill out your roster to complete yourself. And if you need a spot starter, just like in baseball, you need a spot starter every once in a while. He can leap in there. He can conform to what you're doing. Or if his future is not in Oklahoma City, he's a nice piece to say, okay, if three picks can't get it done, what about three picks and Darius Basley? Because, again, as we saw last offseason, you never really had that and guy to go finish trades last offseason. You've got an and guy now. And I've been the biggest advocate for Darius Basley of anybody in the world. I will confidently say that. I've called him building block Baisley since May 2020. But even I don't think he's going to be a NBA starter without a shadow of a doubt. Even with this incredible streak that he's on right now. But I know he's going to be an NBA player. I know he's going to have an NBA career. And that was in question a bit. Even a cool four months ago. That's what turning the corner looks like. So credit to Darius Baisley. Another thing after this game, SGA injury update. Mark said that SGA is feeling good, uh, but his ankle is not always responding well the next morning. He says that that's why he's day-to-day. That's why he's listed as questionable on all the injury reports. Remember, folks, he'd been questionable for about three games leading up to that Magic game that he finally was out for. Was questionable again this morning before the Boston game and then did play. OKC is an off day on Tuesday. They play the Magic on Wednesday and off day Thursday. SGA, of course, missed the front end of the back-to-back on Sunday against the Magic and played on Monday against the Celtics. We'll find out more tomorrow, just like the team will. But will he play Wednesday against the Magic? Is still up in the air. I think that the off days help on, on Tuesday and Thursday to help him play Wednesday, but we'll see how that ankle responds. And to the question of why not just shut him down, it goes back to last year. The, the Thunder didn't shut him down last year. He got hurt last year. And he got injured last year. Right now, he's got a sore ankle. Competitors want to compete. I promise you, SGA must play every single night. But the Thunder has to save him from himself. And you've got to compromise. Like in any other relationship, you've got to compromise. So the compromise here is SGA, look, we're not going to run you into the ground. You're going to rest when it's sore. And if you feel as close to 100% as possible at this stage of the season, then we'll play you. So if that means resting every other game, like your favors or Horford, so be it. Because there's no point to run that ankle into the ground This at this stage of the season, at this stage of the franchise, at this stage in your career. That's why you don't shut them down in general, because there's still a pathway for them to play. Last year, there was no pathway to play on plantar fasciitis. There was zero pathway. This year, there's a pathway. It's your day-to-day, and we never know from one morning to the next if you're going to play, but there's still always a chance. And there's a chance he plays Wednesday. There's a chance he doesn't play Wednesday. We don't shut him down because he's a legitimate competitor and he's healthy enough to keep giving him the opportunity to play. And that's the difference whenever you see Lou Dort, Muscala, and Jerome out for the year versus the other injured players not being tabbed as out for the year yet. Because those guys due to their injury and the severity of it and needing surgery, there just wasn't a way that they could play this year. 
with the others, while we're getting close to drawing the curtains on the season, only 10 games left, there's still a way that they can play a game. So they're going to continue to try to get them playing in a game. So we'll see what SGA does on Wednesday. Obviously, it would benefit the Thunder in a great way in the long run and with the tank to not play him against the Magic, but we'll see what the Thunder end up doing. But that's the injury update on SGA. Thunder never leading this game. Uh, they did cover the 13-point spread. I picked SGA for the money ball. It was Trey Man with seven. MVP of the game is Trey Man. What's to come? Unlocked on Thunder. Well, Richard Stamen at Mavs Draft on Twitter, host of Locked NBA Draft, is going to preview the Sweet 16 and the Magic game on Wednesday's show. If you didn't know, Richard is also a Magic fan, so that's a big deal for, for both of us. We're going to preview that game Wednesday and talk about the Sweet, the Sweet 16 and talk about the March Madness so far at this point. Thursday, recap that Magic game. Friday, we're going to grade your takes and answer your questions. So send either in on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 